Join us now for Health for Life, brought to you by Hamilton Healthcare System. Welcome to Health for Life. Today, we're going to be talking with Dr. Adela Castro of Hamilton Physician Group Specialty Care. Thank you for joining us, Dr. Castro. Have you been? I am fine. Thank you. Thank you for having me today. Oh, it's great to have you here. Dr. Castro, now you are a board-certified rheumatologist? Yes, I am a rheumatologist. At Hamilton Physician Group Specialty Care in Dalton, Georgia. You completed your residency training in internal medicine at the University of Miami JFK Medical Center in Palm Beach. Yes. And uh, your fellowship in rheumatology at the University of Texas Southwest Medical Center in Dallas, Texas. Today we're going to be talking about fibromyalgia. Dr. Castro, what exactly is fibromyalgia? All right. So fibromyalgia is a chronic condition that causes widespread pain. Um, So what we call it all over body pain. Um, This occurs when um, there is a problem in the pain processing in the brain. The brain usually gets too many painful messages from the body, and that causes the patient to have all over body pain. Oh, my goodness. What are some of the signs or symptoms that maybe would be suggestive of fibromyalgia? Well, fibromyalgia symptoms are different in every person. So um, it's these are variable most of the time, but the most common symptom is all over body pain. So Just pain, all over you hurt? All over you hurt. Most of the patients that come to me, they are hurting all over their body. That's what they complain of. And that's classic for this disease. For my fibromyalgia. There are other symptoms that they can have that are associated with this disease, such as fatigue, stiffness, um, unable to sleep. They feel tired. When they wake up in the morning, they feel that they didn't rest at all. Um, they have a lot of um, a lot of feeling that they feel that their memory doesn't work well. It's what we call the fibro fog. And they can also have, um, in some patients, they can also have this burning sensation on the skin. They feel that the skin is burning and hurting, among all other symptoms. Well, why do some people get fibromyalgia? Why, you know, what are some of the reasons that they get this disease? Well, um, there are many reasons um, for people to get fibromyalgia. Specifically, why one person gets it and why other person doesn't get it, it's not known. However, we know it's more common in women. Um, so there has been a role of hormones in this case. So it mm-hmm. has. It usually occurs mostly in women. Just two or three years before the menopause. and um, But how, there are other factors that can also trigger fibromyalgia, like history of depression or history of mood disorders, history of sleep disorders, history of anxiety, history of chronic inflammatory conditions like osteoarthritis, rheumatoid arthritis. Some other conditions can definitely, that cause pain, can also trigger a um, response of fibromyalgia. As I mentioned before, it's going to be very important that just not attribute all of the patient's symptoms to fibromyalgia. It's going to be very important that before we make that diagnosis of fibromyalgia, we rule out hormonal disorders like thyroid disorder or adrenal insufficiency, vitamin deficiency. We have a lot of vitamin D deficiency here in the area, and that can cause a little bit of bone pain and body ache as well. Do you think vi- uh, vitamin D deficiency in this area I mean, what causes that, do you think? It's very common in the United States. You know, people, do, they don't get exposed too much to sunlight. Also, the diet affects them as well. A lot of things can be causing um, vitamin D deficiency. So vitamin D plays a, a big part of fibromyalgia. Yes, you have to rule it out as well. I understand. Uh, what is the difference between fibromyalgia 
and uh, chronic fatigue syndrome? Well, it's it's very different. Um, chronic fatigue syndrome, as the word says it, it tells you more about fatigue. And so the patient feels that they are just exhausted all day. They feel that they cannot do anything. This fatigue doesn't change throughout the day. It tends to be more chronic, tends to be um, lasting more than six months usually, as opposed to fibromyalgia where the predominant symptom is pain. So patients with fibromyalgia, they have fatigue as well, but the most bothersome symptom is actually pain. This all over body pain that some days is good, some days is bad, some days can be very severe. So that's the most important difference between these two. Dr. Castro, how is fibromyalgia treated? So I have five pillars um, that these all five pillars need to be playing a role or otherwise the disease is going to become persistent and chronic. So the most important one is patient education. It's very important for people to know that this is real. It's not something that they are making up. It's not something that it's on their heads. It's actually real pain. And it's going to be very important for patients and family to understand that the patient is hurting. I think that maybe a lot of times people will think, that this is not real or somebody is just, you know, kind of making this up. But this is a real thing. This is a real thing and the patient is actually having severe pain. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. And sometimes it can be debilitating. A lot of patients cannot even function at work very well because of this type of pain. So it's going to be very important also to set realistic goals. You know, once you know about this disease, it's going to be very important for you to know that this is going to be a chronic disease. You're going to have pain, but there's going to be very important that the goal of pain should not be zero anymore. should be for you to be able to function with pain, being able to do the things you like with pain, make that pain bearable. So that will be the first pillar. The second pillar would be pain medication or what we call analgesia. Well, it's very important for um, people to know that there is not one fits all in treatment of um, fibromyalgia. So each patient responds different to different medications and different options. Not all medications work very well in this disease. So I have a lot of patients that have tried many different pain medications. They have tried all different um, over-the-counter medications as well, and they don't feel that this helps them. And that is correct because each patient has different response to the pain medication. What is some of the pain medication that that is prescribed? Usually the most common pain medications that work for this disease are within the group of antidepressants, not because of the patient is depressed, but because some of these medications actually work for pain. It brings down that painful messages sending from the body to the brain and it calms it down. So that's what these medications help with pain. There are another group of medications that work with pain for this pain as well, and are the group of the anticonvulsive medications. This also help reducing those painful messages that the body is sending to the brain. The third pillar will be physical activity. This condition causes a lot of pain and stiffness. So the more we try to stay in without movement, the worse is going to be the pain and the worse is going to be the stiffness. So it's going to be very important for everybody to understand that besides the pain medication, physical activity should be hand by hand in management. Not all physical activity works for this pain. There are some exercises that actually make pain worse. So it's going to be very important to understand that there are certain activities that are recommended. What are those? Usually the ones that involve low impact, you know, 
mild walk, um, walking inside a pool, stretching exercises, you know, certain um, certain exercises have been um, studied and they have a lot of evidence such as yoga, Pilates, Tai Chi. So these are most of the activities that I recommend um, for my patients with fibromyalgia to always try to do at least, you know, I always tell them try slow and steady. So try 15 minutes of walking every day. And if you're able to do that every day for one week, then start adding by five minutes every week with a goal of 30 minutes of walk a day. And as, a, along with that walking, I also recommend stretching exercises every day. And that most of my patients do well with those exercises. Well, good. That's great. So move. The whole move. idea is to move, yes. Move, move, stretch those, stretch up those muscles because they are hurting. And when you stretch them up, then you feel a little bit better Good. as well. The fourth pillar in the treatment is treating the associated condition. As I said before, fibromyalgia sometimes is, aso- is associated with certain conditions like mm-hmm. depression, anxiety, sleep disorder. So it's going to be very important that we assess those conditions and they need to be very well managed. If the patient has persistent depression, persistent anxiety, they are going to be having pain. If the patient has a sleep disorder like sleep apnea and is not wearing CPAP and is not has not been diagnosed or treated, then that patient is going to have pain as well. Um, it's going to be very important to make sure, you know, we treat the associated conditions. There is also, um, for example, irritable bowel syndrome, migraine headaches. All of those conditions can also trigger a fibromyalgia response. So all of these conditions need to be addressed and managed appropriately. And the last um, pillar in management is, um, I, which I recommend a lot, is cognitive behavioral therapy. It can be done by pain psychology, and it will help the patients to cope with this pain. And what are the strategies that they can do um, to, you know, mentally and emotionally to bear with this pain? Gotcha. So these are the five pillars of the treatment in fibromyalgia. Dr. Castro, can you tell us about Hamilton Physician Group Specialty Care? Sure. Rheumatology is a subspecialty in internal medicine that deals with mostly problems with the joints, soft tissues, autoimmune diseases, and other connective tissue disorders. So I treat many conditions, including, you know, chronic musculoskeletal pain, autoimmune diseases, osteoarthritis, gout, of course, fibromyalgia, lupus, rheumatoid arthritis, spondyloarthritis, myositis, vasculitis. I mean, we have many more, many diseases. My goodness, yes, a lot. (laughs) And you treat all of that. I treat all of that. Oh, my. Well, that is great. Well, it was so great having you on the show. Thank you so much. And we've learned so much today. I'm glad. Well, it worked out well. Thank you for joining us. If you could leave our listeners with just one word of advice before you get out of here, what would that be? I would recommend um, you guys to take care of yourself physically, mentally, and emotionally. For more information or an appointment at Hamilton Physician Group Specialty Care, call 706-529-3072 or visit hamiltonhealth.com slash specialty care. This program in no way seeks to diagnose or treat illness or to replace professional medical care. Please see your health care provider if you have a health problem. Thank you for listening to Health for Life, a presentation of Hamilton Healthcare System.